Welcome to You Are Your Leader podcast. I'm Emma Muir, your host and guide. I'm a leadership coach and energy healer, guiding you to your truth through powerful and unique transformations, knowing deeply that your true nature is infinite. I'm so fucking passionate about walking the path with you to your empowerment, where you welcome the change that transforms you. Through intuitive coaching and healing together, we unlock the infinite leader within you. Let's begin. You Are Your Leader podcast explores rising into your true nature, consciously being in the world and living from the most powerful place that exists in your life, your heart. Hi there and welcome to this episode of the podcast You Are Your Leader. I'm Emma, your host, guiding you through to being the infinite leader of your own life. What I love most about the work that I do is that it's so diverse and each person is just amazingly unique. So I get to play with how I introduce myself, and how I share what I do because every client session every group session that I do every business I work with not only changes the business and transforms them but it changes me too and that's you know, one of the most amazing things, having a teach-to-learn approach and a learn-to-teach approach to life. You know, as you learn, share the shit out of it. And as you teach, be prepared to learn. The one thing I do know for sure in my life is that how you start your day really creates the day (laughs) because if you're getting to you know lunchtime let's say you got up in the morning that's when you get up uh, we're going for the journal here and you get to lunchtime and that's when you start to do your habits because you're not really a morning person well this isn't your podcast then I'm going to be honest You are going to need to change your habits in order to bring in a really successful day. And I mean success in whatever terms that is for you. I mean loving. I mean you've enjoyed your day. That success that you've had really great relationships around you, great communication. You had some fun, had some laughs and you felt productive. I mean, that's a great successful day. If that's not for you, if you're not interested, if you want to wait until your lunch break and do this or you think I'm better when I go to bed, I'm going to do this all then, then this is clearly not for you because you're not ready for that kind of day. You're not ready to begin your day with intention and that's okay. So for those that are still here, 
can't wait to share this with you. And you've already would have picked up on, we're talking about creating morning habits, a ritual, practices that will absolutely create successful days for you. You'll be starting with intention. You'll be starting with purpose. And I'm going to share six habits that will absolutely bring whatever it is you want into your life. You'll be able to create the life that you want based on this morning habit. It sets you up for a day where you are on purpose, where you've tapped in to you, your truth, your energy, you've grounded. And so how having, how having, having, <laughs> having these six habits, what it brings into your life, how it works. Now, I've already said this several times already in the first few minutes. Morning habits, routines and practices set you up for a successful day because they get you motivated. It gives you focus and it gives you direction. And having focus and direction about where you're placing your intention, that's everything. Like that's such a big part of achieving what it is you want to achieve in your life, whether that be health goals, whether that be relationship work whatever it might be parental you know being a parent whatever it is it gives you focus and direction and as humans man or woman we need that without that we're a little bit lost we're in a gray area a lot of time and some things in life are black and white what you want in life and what you need there's no gray area in there. There is what you want and what you need. The in-between stuff is what takes away from your focus and your attention and the direction that you're heading. It gives you excuses. Having these six habits to begin your day creates structure and creates balance. Why would you want structure in your life? Like, isn't, you know, like free spirit, just roaming the land, doing whatever you feel, great. But it won't set you up for any kind of success. It won't set you up to achieve the things that you want to achieve. You do need structure. You need that container. You need to have that set of a way to guide yourself and also create balance things like and this isn't even one of the six habits but getting up in the morning and becoming aware of your thought the first thought that you wake up to my goodness is like a complete game changer and for many of you listening you have no fucking idea what that is took me a long time to get it as well and most clients I start with give me a surface level oh this is what I think but actually when you give it more focus and start to really begin to hone in on what it is 
that first thought, it is mind-blowing what that does to your day. And the other thing, a really simple one, I mean, I don't know how many people have said this over the years. Jordan Peterson's probably one of the you know most um, popular at the moment, and that is uh, making your bed. Make your bed and have a clear space in your bedroom. Uh, look, I say it to my kids all the time and, you know, to myself at times when my workspace can get, uh, you know, disorganized and messy. And that is a clear space creates a clear mind. The other thing, I'm, I'm going to not even go into that. It's a completely different, but it really does. And sit with that if you have to. Take a pause for a minute and think, wow, clear space, clear mind. Clean up a piece, you know, if you, if you have got some disorganization going on, clear up an area of your home and just sit in it. Energetically, it's going to feel different. If your desk has shit all over it, clear it out, clean it up. It has a very different feel to it, I promise you. The other thing that having these six habits is self-accountability. Even when your brain says don't, you'll still do it. And I've, you know, talk about running all the time. I I run and I've recently had just over a week off um, with work schedule, early morning work. And then I was actually had a cold, which my beautiful offspring shared with me. And so I, I did. I took a full week off and just let myself get back to being able to breathe for one and feeling healthy but because I've been running for the past you know six months or seven months my brain even when I have like a little microsecond of don't automatically I just click right in and go well I'm doing it this is what's happening because the practice and the ritual of me running goes far beyond my physical health it leans into uh, you know mental clarity but also it's really grounding and it's quite a spiritual practice for me now it shows me parts of myself that perhaps I don't want to look at and this is what these six habits will bring you now how not having morning rituals practices the way to begin your day and set you up for success how it doesn't work, what it looks like if you're not doing it. No morning routines or habits or practices, they set you up for not wanting to go, not wanting to do it, not wanting to go for the success and also the completion of those goals as well. You really do lack a little bit, a lot less motivation to do things if you're just getting up and straight into the shower and nothing in the morning that gives you stillness that gives you a sense of being able to focus on purpose and direction and clarity then I can absolutely guarantee you life's going to feel like it's on repeat and not in the way that you want it to be on repeat Without having a really great and solid morning routine, 
it'll create instability and a lack of direction. And quite often that lack of directions mean means that you're being led by your external circumstances, by what's happening around you, and it's just a reactive place to live. Obviously, you will lack structure and balance. And you'll be living off a list, a list of to-dos and always feeling like you're catching up rather than feeling that productive, that forward motion that you're wanting. The other one is, and it's a big one, no accountability. You're always going to come up with a way out rather than seeking a way in. And I'll use running for me as an example. Having the practices that I do in the morning, I mean, non-negotiable for me. I mean, even my kids, when they want to chat to me, there's parts of my morning that I'm like, I've just got to go do this because I know what it brings me. I know what it creates in my life. And I am also an example to them. So I keep creating a way in to those. And same with running. I could quite easily overwinter go, oh gosh, it's a bit cold today or no thanks. And there was a, a couple of mornings in there when it started to get really cold here in uh, Australia and particularly Melbourne in June, July. And I thought, how am I going to do this? Because my hands were freezing, like, oh my goodness. And what I did do was go and find some gloves. So I found my way in to keep going. To Yeah, I didn't find a way out. Oh, it's too cold this morning. Oh, it might drizzle a little bit. It might rain. Better not go. So without having great morning practices and rituals, you are going to look for excuses and a way out of many aspects of your life. Whether that comes to your health, your career, relationships, you're going to keep running. You're going to keep looking for a way out. Rather than a way in. So I want to share with you, this is pre-Emma, before I had morning rituals. And many of these that I'm going to share with you, the practices that I'll share with you, were in my life there wasn't a structure to it it was just done on the way well I feel like doing it now so I'll do it and it never really felt like I had a solid foundation and for me in terms of my mental health having experienced depression for a very long time and I've shared my story in previous podcasts I can't remember the number right now but go back listen to them all (laughs) and you'll find it in there and you know the way I found myself through that and beyond that was really listening within and and beginning to trust the steps that I was taking And creating a structure created trust for me. Because being self-accountable, I was like, hey, it is on, my health is on me, on nobody else around me. 
that includes doctors and medical professionals. I cannot hand my health over to other people. I am fully responsible for my health and well-being. It does not mean I don't seek support and I don't have amazing people around me, but in the end, the choices that I make every single day create amazing, vibrant health for me. So I moved from having a really shaky foundation and having these kind of ad hoc, when I felt like it, habits to really starting to create solid approach to my morning. Like it was, and it's foundational for me now and it's given me such clarity. It's given me a way to continually learn and grow and ground and also be healthy as well. Because here's the truth. When you have a clear direction, you will keep moving towards it. And if that direction is built on what's happening around you and your circumstances, there's going to be a lot of potholes along the way. There's going to be a lot of stop-start along the way. But when you have a clear direction that comes from within, that is about really looking after and honoring what's true for you and what creates great health, mind, body, soul, you're going to keep moving towards it. And you're going to keep weeding out the things that don't work for you. (coughs) Excuse me. Because you'll come become really sensitive and really aware to what works for you and what doesn't work for you and you'll have to agree when you start well you don't have to agree actually what a statement to make I would invite you to look and listen to successful people people that you deem successful And I mean, have great relationships, have good health, successful career, business. I, and it doesn't necessarily have to be based on a financial, you know, figure, right? But it could be. Any successful person will tell you that they have a morning routine, a ritual that they start with. Absolutely, they will tell you. And whether it's this, I mean, you can listen to a lot of um, famous people. And I don't mean Hollywood. I actually call that more infamous. Um, I'm talking about people that, you know, building businesses, um, you know, that do have those successful relationships, that do have really solid foundation in relationships. And they will tell you that they have a morning routine, that they get up early and they have a very structured approach to their morning. They probably have a very structured approach to most of their day uh, and that, you know, coming down to foods and, you know, what they put into their bodies. 
But I guarantee you, they will have a morning routine and they will tell you, because I've watched, you know, so many uh, different successful pe- people that I deem successful, people in my industry, in personal development, but also people that are in business as well. And they always talk about how they start their day. And it's not getting out of bed and putting their feet on the ground and thinking, oh, wow, what's going to happen today? No. They do not begin their day like that. Don't get me wrong. I want to say to you, when I say that statement, what is going to happen today? That's how it is. It's playful. It's curious. I'm like, hmm. I know I'm focused on what it is that I want and and it's coming from a heart place. And so what that means is it's coming from a place of curiosity. How is this going to roll out? Because I know where I'm focused. I don't know how it's going to work. But you listen to every, like a Tony Robbins is one of them. Mark Wahlberg start, starts his day in ridiculous hours. But I love when he talks about it because he's very family oriented. He's very relationship orientated. And so he's very clear on how he starts his day. And he wants to get a lot done before everyone else begins their day. He's very clear. You know, there's heaps. There are heaps of people that you can go to and, and watch and uh, you know talk to them and, and read successful people and how they begin their day. So let's get into it, right? Because now you know how it works, how it doesn't. You know, the fact that I've had to move into this myself. And this is a really simple way. And so I'll pop it um, the list in the comments below so that you can have a read of it and just sort of map out and write down what these basic headings are. But enjoy. Enjoy your routine. I invite you to begin it and I invite you to let me know. I would welcome being part of your journey and the links on how to find me are below i would love to hear from you and and hear how this is working for you because i know it works so number one is meditation now if you don't have any kind of morning ritual i guarantee you that if you're just getting out of bed and having a shower and and you know doing the do or even getting up and going for a walk and then beginning your day without the rest of these rituals and practices then I guarantee you're going to say meditation is too hard meditation takes as long as it does to drink your first morning coffee or eat breakfast it's 15 minutes of your day yes you are going to need to get up earlier Uh, I personally get up at five, quarter to five. So I give myself sort of five, ten minutes to just allow my body to wake up um, slowly. I'm a woman and I highly recommend that. Our cycles are very different um, to men. And so therefore, you know, we are better off just sort of easing into that um, 
and particularly when you've chosen to be in your feminine energy and chosen to lean into that beginning your day in a more slower pace in terms of that wake up yeah so set your alarm 15 minutes before you have to get out of bed but meditation 100% is an amazing way to begin your day five minutes 10 minutes 15 half whatever time you want to give to it but you know eating your breakfast in the morning can take you what you know 15 minutes that's all meditation can take you in the morning 15 minutes you could do it for five and there is no right and wrong way to practice this i personally do guided meditations i know many people that use music uh, or just sit in stillness and allow their mind to go blank you know just focusing on the stillness of your mind and allowing yourself to see a thought coming up hear a thought coming up and just not buying into it and allowing it to kind of move on by and then going back in and focusing on the stillness in your mind the the blank the black space between your eyes meditation is transformational and everybody and anybody can do it and i fully believe that if the 99 percent of us meditated the world would look a very different place so that's number one meditation everyone can do it it's a non-negotiable it's a must it's a must every morning get yourself up earlier to begin like this the next one is setting your intentions for the day Now, for myself personally, in the work that I do with clients, I set up choices. We create choices that are drawn out of your heart. And there's obviously a process that we go through and a structure that we move through to to create those. They are choices and it's how you set your day up. And there's, you know, a structure that I work into with that. I visualize my choices. I sit in the energy of them. I go into a couple a little bit more deeply to get some actions that I need to take and whether they're inner or outer, whatever it is. And that they are done. So you set your day up by knowing the intention that you want to move through your day with. And you might have ones around health, around relationships, business, but they're very clear and defined. You know the direction that you're going in and you know how to bring your focus back in. I don't mean manifestation. I mean solid choices. Like I choose whatever it is. I choose the experience of vibrant health, nourishing my body, mind and soul. I choose to be the predominant creative force in my life. You are anyway, you may as well choose it. So there are some really kind of um, general ones that are great to have, but you'll need more specific ones as well. And that's something that I do with clients that we work through and create a set of choices that that's what we create in your life, what we move towards. 
And part of that is visualizing. So understanding what your intentions and what your choices are and visualizing yourself there, seeing it. I don't, and this doesn't take any more than 30 seconds for each. Like, honestly, if you're sitting in a visualization for half an hour, you're actually telling, you're sending out this energetic of this is how it has to look, which doesn't create any scope for bringing it to you in the way that it's actually designed to be brought to you. But if you're wanting to own a home, you don't need to visualize every single detail of the home. You just need to visualize a home and the energy of it, how it sits for you. Now, when I visualize my home, it's so grounding for me. And there's this playfulness as well and excitement and this generosity that comes with it. So that that's even before I get out of bed. Meditation, set your intentions and then visualize those choices. Like I said, 30 seconds. This isn't going to be a practice. It's going to take you, you know, this whole thing now can take you at half an hour. So you need to get up half an hour earlier than what you are now. The next one is exercise. And I know for many people, they say, oh, but I'm better in the afternoon and I work out more. It does not have to be hardcore. You know, for me, I run two to three times a week. I bike ride, I do yoga. So on mornings when I'm not running, I just get up and do yoga. And there's no timeline on this. So what is it good for you? Like what works for you? That exercise doesn't have to be fully straining, but there does need to be a form of movement. Yoga has this beautiful practice of called a sun salutation, and it's just an amazing way to wake up your body and to wake up your soul, to, to align your body as well. And you can do that with it. It gives you a great breath process, structure to work with as well. But whatever it is, exercise. So once you've meditated, set your intentions, choices, visualize those choices, really got into the energy of them, exercise, move your body, get it started for the day. And I want to tell you a little bit of a secret about exercise, right? One of the secrets is not to wait until you celebrate at the end. Oh, I've done it. That's amazing. You will change the dopamine hit and how your brain is wired to think about exercise and it actually changes the enjoyment of it. And, and I actually practiced this when I was running. So instead of waiting until the end and high-fiving yourself and, woo, I did it, I'm so amazing, yeah, I just work super hard. I want you to celebrate yourself in the middle of it. Oh my God, I'm doing this. Well done, you. Get that self-talk happening because I guarantee you that moment of, oh, I don't want to do this. God, I'm walking or running or whatever it is. Celebrate in the middle of it. And it actually rewires your brain to give yourself a dopamine hit 
not waiting until the end to celebrate, to celebrate the actual, the action of it, the doing of it. Yeah. And you can bring that practice into anything you like. However, when you're in the middle of exercise, if it's something that's a bit of a push for you, celebrate yourself in the middle of it. Hey, I'm doing it. Look at me go. I'm up and I'm exercising. And then at the end, leave a celebration. Okay, that's complete now. Thank you. Thank yourself. Thank your body. So that's number four, right? Exercise. So you may need to get up an hour earlier. The next one is read self-development. Read something that expands your mind. And it could be language. So it could be a book that you read. I'm going to be honest. I've had Anna Karenina, Karenina on my shelf to read for a really long time. I haven't gotten through it yet. I'm still working on it. However, I do read Jane Austen. And... It is for the language side of it. I love how she writes, the expression of it. I don't love every book, but that's okay. Uh, so for me, sometimes reading self-development can also be how I'm expanding my language and the vocabulary and how I put things together. And also being able to... It helps with visualisation as well, uh, reading a really good um, fiction book. However, I do highly recommend when you're first beginning this, not to begin with fiction, start with non-fiction, start with self-development. And my goodness, I, there are a plethora of books that you could read, right? So, but choose things that really work for you and choose ones that are, you know, perhaps part of your intention and your choices, yeah? So if you've got one about relationships, perhaps you read a relationship book. Yeah. Now, read self-development. This is all in the morning. I've heard someone recommend that you do all this before 8 o'clock in the morning. But in the morning, set your day up. So that's number five. And I don't mean read a chapter. I don't mean, you know, you have to read lengthy amounts of it. I'm reading a book at the moment called The Kabbalion, and um, it's on hermetic practices and... Um, laws and honestly there's times when I just read a paragraph and sit with it because I'm wanting to digest it I'm wanting to and we can barrel through a lot of these self-development books doing it in bite sizes every single morning really allows for the knowledge to sink in and for you to have the space to practice it and to bring it into your life so that's number five. Read self-development. The next one is, I know I'm getting like, you can't see me if you're listening to this and if you're watching it, I'm pointing fingers and I'm getting excited <laughs> because I didn't necessarily do this until maybe a couple of months ago reading in the morning. Uh, but honestly, I am loving it. Because then when you do number six, oh my goodness, 
Oh, before I get to number six, the number five, I know that people, there's a lot of podcasts and you're listening to one and I get that and this is amazing. I don't recommend this being a listening to podcast time. There is something very distinct that happens when you are reading to learn or reading, you know, to take in information in your brain. Uh, when you are holding something in your hands. Also, the other one I want to say, I was um, I was listening and I've known this for a long time. We need to read from a certain type of print. So if you are reading from your phone, I recommend finding a tablet or putting it on your laptop or a larger screen if you're not reading a book. I personally love books. I love turning the page. Uh, there is something I feel like I've achieved something when I close that back cover knowing that I finished it Um, and I have read on my tablet I've read books like that and I I do want to say I don't feel as successful (laughs) I they do love seeing the hundred percent come up not gonna lie that's the truth but there is something really beautiful about books so if uh, there is you know, do a book swap with friends. Put it out there that, hey, I just read this book. Would you recommend one? Shall we send each other one? Create a community approach to reading because I think that's really amazing as well. So that's what I would say about number six. If you are reading on your phone, please put that down and find a bigger screen to read it on. Uh, there is something you don't take in the information the same way. Um small screens are not designed for our brains they don't work in the same way you won't have the same um, recall uh, as you will when you're reading off a large screen and you know there are plenty of studies by really large universities that prove all of this go out find your information i did um and yeah so it's proven so then we're moving on to number six And number six is journaling. And I don't, you don't, look, if you want to journal for hours at a time, you go right ahead, you want to pour your heart into it. Uh, There are times when I might write one paragraph. I've journaled three sentences before and felt really like, yeah, that's, that's it. That's my journaling for today. I felt really like, yes, I'm getting goosebumps as I say that. So, you know, such a truth. And then there are other times when I write three or four pages. It's up to you how much you write and what you put in there. Obviously, reading self-development, there might be something that you really want to reflect on straight away. There might be something that's, hey, triggered you, activated you and brought something up for you that you want to journal into straight away so you might write that down it might be that you write a few questions and you want to come back to it later on knowing that it's a deeper reflection it's a deeper inquiry that you want to make into what you're writing Um, whatever it is I do recommend journaling just doesn't have to be this epic novel page But number six is definitely you need to journal. You need to write some stuff down because there is a really, that's the same as having your intentions written down, your choices, reading them out, reading them out loud perhaps. 
journaling it might be that you want to journal on one of those intentions for the day maybe you felt oh I wasn't as connected to it I've got to come back in yeah if you want to be the infinite leader of your life you need to begin your day by leading it you know by creating structure and accountability these six simple practices will absolutely transform your morning and that filters into your day. Now, I do highly recommend absolutely getting up one to two hours before you are now. So if you're getting up at seven, it means getting up at five. And yes, that may mean going to bed earlier. But I don't know about you, when I started to track how late I was staying up, 11, midnight, and look, there'll be some people listening that I know for you, four to five hours sleep, is what you do anyway so then I would say to you yes you need to go to bed a couple of hours earlier and get up a couple of hours earlier yeah so get up one to two hours earlier before you need to eat breakfast leave or start your work day or get up for your kids which is me so that's why I get up at five I you know then I wake my kids up I uh, get that they start to get ready for the day um, but at the time that my kid I'll be honest at the time my kids are getting up earlier I'm reading and journaling in the morning and so I'm still available to them we can you know it's all, but it all happens before eight o'clock in the morning I do a fair amount of exercise I do I yoga and then I run or you know so I do about an hour of exercise uh, most mornings uh, that's what works for me and you know the energy that I you know love to work into but they do say 30 minutes of exercise every day absolutely is life-changing you'll begin to create a level of awareness within yourself and how you're showing up in your life that you have never experienced before just from these six practices Meditation, intention, visualize, exercise, reading, and journaling. Do it. Just go and do it. What have you got to lose? A little bit of back-end sleep, going to bed in at 9 o'clock instead of 11 o'clock. Um, try it for 30 days. 30 days, one month of your life one month and let me know how you go every single client that I've worked with that's changed their mornings to include routines practices rituals has had immeasurable positive change in their life It's changed how they look at the relationships around them. It's changed their relationship with themselves. Their, goal, their goals became bigger and they became more grounded. If you want to become the infinite leader in your life, then set your morning up for success. It will transform you in ways you cannot imagine. 
it will awaken you to yourself in ways that you can't imagine and it's also going to inspire you to try other things and to grow and expand in ways that you would have never thought of before so if you want to connect with me find out what it would be like to work with me for 12 months I'm here to trigger your transformation to activate your awakening and I would love to support you through that you'll find all the links below enjoy enjoy your morning rituals enjoy getting up earlier enjoy setting your day up for success thanks for sharing your time and your energy and i just i wish you so much fun and playfulness and expansion as you grow into your new morning routine thank you for sharing your time and energy with me if this episode has served you in some way i'd be deeply grateful for you to share your experience with me you'll find the links below and how to connect if you have a curiosity about the work we can do together there is a link soul conversation and this is where you and i meet and i can move you through a powerful process to gain clarity around one challenge in your life and you get a feel for what it's like to work with me over 12 months for a small taste of the transformative work you can begin with my online offerings all the links are there for you below i look forward to connecting with you in what feels true for you enjoy a beautiful day